Hello, welcome. And yeah, welcome to Counting Cryptids. Failed uh, live attempt. Uh, this is not live then, because it, it didn't work. Apologies, Ashley, you specifically, I saw you in there. Yes, and uh, anybody else that tried Anybody to else, join. if you're listening to this and you tried to join the live stream, it didn't work. It just wasn't picking up the audio on the microphones, I don't really know. No reason for uh, it, to be what honest. What was going but... on, so we have abandoned that ship. And we're uh, here now, on Thursday. Yes, actively posting an apology in the Discord. Thank you. Uh, it is episode 18. 18, yes, and you just posted a poll over on Instagram shortly. Yes, a, I being Connor and you yes, being Jacob. Me, me being not Connor, the other guy. And the Instagram poll is, are you turtle enough for the turtle club? Where's my shell or no are your options? Excellent. Uh, Master of Disguise, I love that movie when I was a child. It's super underrated. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people just like dismiss that show as crap. Uh, I, I liked it. I mean, it. it it probably doesn't hold up. It's been easily a decade probably since not. I've seen it. It's a classic. I did enjoy it. Um, well, yeah, if you're not following us over on Instagram, then Be sure to you're do so. not getting in on the polls. You should be doing that. Um, you're a big nerd if I you're I guess not. today we are talking about the Beast of Busco. 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 Is that because Halloween is Halloween, this month? and we That's, did a terrible okay. job of planning for it. Uh, it's fine. It's got Beast in the name. I think we're good. And Busco. If you mispronounce it, you can... I actually don't know the technical pronunciation. I, I heard Busco and Busco. I'm, I personally would say it's Busco, but... Uh, it is named I, after I the just, town of Churro Busco. Yes. All I can think of is Bosco sticks now, though. I literally typed that multiple times. Excellent. I'm like, oh, I'm hungry. Churro Bosco. Mm. I would, I would kill for some fucking churros right churros? now, dude. Let's go. Uh, I want to give credit to Mecha Smurf on Discord for suggesting this one yes. back in August. He might not have been the first or only one to suggest as it. As far as I know, yes. As far as I know, yeah. He, he's the guy. So thank you, Mecha Smurf. Appreciate it. Uh, before we get started, some ad, an ad block, right quick. If you didn't know, we do have a T Public store. You can find our affiliate link in the description on social media, and for this podcast. Correct, everywhere. Um, just wanted to throw this out here. Like, even if you do know, there is thirty-five percent off all products in T Public, um, but it only works on our store. Just kidding. It works across the whole website um, from October 16th through the 20th. Um, that means $13 t-shirts and tanks, $30 hoodies, you know, good for this fall Ooh, season we're uh, yeah, approaching. Yeah. And also 35% off all of our other products like totes, pillows, phone cases, mugs, banners, everything. literally yes. everything. So go go support the show. Buy yourself a shirt. Look super cool for all of your friends. And save a couple of bucks between uh, October 16th and 20th. Excellent. I need to pick up some as well. So I that almost ordered be a, a banner good time this morning. For me to, you almost did or you definitely did? Almost did. When you were putting new stuff on the walls, you almost ordered a, a large uh, art cryptids. print. Art print, yes. Words. Uh, words are hard. I did get a Bigfoot crossing. Hey, you sign. sent me a picture of that, yes. Put that on the wall and I had crudely taped brandy stuff to the how wall. dare you 
it's taped on the back. It won't ruin anything. It's okay. It's just okay. It's you have temp- tainted the artwork. I had to get it off of where it was, and I, the wall was the best place for it. You have offended everyone. I'm sorry. Everyone was hurt in the making of this wall. Jacob, what did we do a week ago, by the way, uh, before we get too deep into the, last the Busco monster? we did an episode. Oh, no, 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 no. We just came back from the Van Meter Visitor Festival. Yes. Yes, we did. Uh, we hung out for a little bit. For a very short. And, uh, we were there for to, like two hours. We were listening to hour some people talk about some stuff, and we we did some networking. We chatted with some people. <laughs> Uh, networking, networking is very loose. We there's <laughs> we some guy in we the know, corner and some guy from across the parking lot. Some guy from like, Facebook hey. recognized Connor and came over and talked to us for a little bit. Correct. So shout out to Nash, Nash Hoover, Nash Hoover. Uh, it was nice to officially meet Nash. Yeah, yeah, seems yeah. like a nice ass guy for sure. Put some uh, awkward silence here. Yeah, we'll All put right, some we'll so, put some links for Nash's stuff. Okay, in, links in to Nash's links. stuff. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you go check him out, uh, let him know we sent you. Correct. Those two weird guys at the festival. The the one weird guy and the the weirder guy. <laughs> who is who? I think I'd be the weirder guy. Uh, uh yeah, uh, we were we were we talked about live streaming it, but the weather wasn't fantastic, and like, wasn't much to live stream really. So like, there's there's some speakers and stuff which would have been interesting, but. They're just kind of standing around in the fire station. Not a lot to area. Look at, yeah. The the audio is not good. It was hard to hear over like the food truck, which was right nearby as well. There was a lot of it. Just it didn't pan out in a way that you would have been able to hear anything. So I apologize if yeah. you're looking forward to that live stream. Uh, or this live annual. stream that yeah. Failed. Also the the seems to be a theme around here. But uh, we should, we should probably sign. just dig into this one. We've been uh, diddling around the fence a little too long. It is the Beast of Busco. Yes, it is. Yes, I almost gave away what it was. From Churro Busco, Churro Busco, Indiana, nicknamed Turtle Town, USA. Okay. So you, you want some facts about Churro Busco? Give me Busco? some facts about right. Turtle Town, USA, Connor. Uh, it was founded in 1847 and had a population of 17, or 1,796 in 2010. So okay. a very small town. Um, it celebrated uh, this year the seventh seventieth annual four day long Turtle Days Festival, which was first celebrated in nineteen fifty. Uh, it boasts live music, games, rides, a parade, turtle races, contests, fireworks, and more. And it is the longest continuously running festival in Indiana. Turtle Days. Turtle, Turtle, Turtle Days, Days Festival. Interesting. Uh, the town got its name from two smaller towns that were very uh, close together. Turtle and Days? Oh, oh, Turtle and Town. Sorry. Is and that... then it's in the USA. Oh, it was... Okay, you were... Okay. Uh, yeah. What were the names of the towns? Union and Franklin. And what... How, how so did it get its name? They both wanted their own post office... But it was not they, named after the two towns. It was named after two towns merged together. Correct. Jesus Christ, I am I have been drinking. Good. Um so they wanted they both wanted a post office and the uh, who what's the postmaster general? Is that is that a real title? <laughs> I think there's one guy that's the postmaster so, general. I don't think there's one of those everywhere. I think there's just one. Right, but is there like you got to like Go to the postmaster general, like, hey, like, we want a post office. Oh, that's that's the I, he I think. approves all posts. Anyway, off-high. 
that the Somebody told them that they both couldn't have one. They were too close together, and their population wasn't big enough, so they finally decided to merge, and they decided to name their town, their new new town, after the Battle of Churubusco, which happened during the Mexican-American War. Um, I think they had also won... The Americans had also won the battle that year. So they're right on it. Okay. Um, uh, the Spanish Nahuatl name, Churubusco, translate to the place of hummingbirds. Interesting. And, fun fact, it is 7 hours, 15 minutes, or 469 miles from uh, our current location. Wow. Use that to pinpoint where I live. <laughs> I mean, there could be a lot of directions. So now that we know about the town, okay, maybe we should talk about what we're actually the episode, talking about. The, 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 the turtle meat, as it were? Let's get into the turtle meat. If you if you didn't piece together the turtle town shit, it's 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 a turtle. Correct. The cryptid is a turtle? A giant turtle. It's, it's a turtle, Connor. Specifically a giant turtle. Uh, a giant turtle with a shell the size of the top of a car or also described as a dinner table. Yeah, yeah. With the neck the size of a stovepipe and the head the size of a child's head or a child. I feel like these are three things that can vary a lot. I don't know what a stovepipe is to be honest with you. Like obviously, I, I have a good size in my mind for a stovepipe. Yay, big. Yay. Okay. Now the <laughs> listeners know. All right. Um, this it is perfect is... for an audio <laughs> form. <laughs> It is estimated that the beast weighed 400 to 500 pounds, and I saw even in, like, one case, 600 pounds. Jesus Christ. Uh, again, nobody weighed this fucking thing, so I guess they can't. You're estimating the size of that. It's got to be tough, but turtles can get pretty heavy. They're Some thick. girthy sons of bitches. They're thick. Two Cs. Possibly three in this case. Uh, but this is up to two or three times the size, the largest size of known snapping turtles. Correct. In in terms of weight. Yeah, I, I mean, I do have some stuff about that. Unless you have some other things later. Stuff about some about just general snapping turtle sizes. Maybe we should talk about like the actual cryptid yeah, story let's, let's, a little let's bit let's more before first. we go off on tangents about turtles. Before we eliminate the yeah, so Oscar yeah. Folk probably. Yes, it's the very exciting tale of Oscar Folk. It is. I mean, the birth of this story. It is. Uh, so the legend begins in 1898 when a farmer named Oscar Folk claimed that there was a giant prehistoric turtle living in his seven-acre lake. He freaked out, went and told his parents or his, uh, his, parents. his parents, "Mom, no, he was a, he was a man. He was a grown-ass man. Uh, he was a man. He had a beard. Did he? I have no idea. God damn it, Connor. That was a Talladega Nights reference. Okay, I'm talking about Jesus. Over my head. Oh, okay. Uh, so Sweet he told newborn his newborn baby Jesus. <laughs> Okay. Dear baby Jesus. Uh, so when Folk told his neighbors about what he had seen, they just laughed him off. And Folk, you know, was just like, eh, it's just a big docile turtle. Oh, it's just going to let whatever. it be. No big. You know, kind of just whatever. And uh, he went on to sell his farm eventually. Um, but later down the road, citizens started to call the beast Oscar after Folk. Uh, the they named the lake after him as well, so it was yes. called Folk Lake. And I've also named his farm Folk Farm. Okay. Just because it was his. Uh, okay. 
it's just easier to ex- explain it as folk farms. We all know what we're talking about here. All right. We are on the same page. Oh, God. I don't know about that. I mean, I'm looking at your notes. Oh, so, good. So we are. I don't have your notes, so I'm in for a treat. Yes, this is exactly. <laughs> I have one part where I almost wrote in, why yes, or thanks for, I'm glad you asked, Connor. So we'll see if you actually ask or if I have to uh, force that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> About All right, I guess one that, third into my white claw. Excellent. Ain't no laws, baby. All right, so I guess that puts us into uh, a couple of years later. And by a couple, I mean, what, like 50? Half a decade. Yeah, you know, half a century, uh, not half a decade. decade. Oh, yeah, that's five years. Half, half, a, half, a half a century later, 50 years. Uh, 1948, this is Aura Blue and Charles Wilson. So the next spike in the Beast of Buscow timeline occurs 50 years after the first sighting. The Folk Farm, the aforementioned Folk Farm, like that? has changed hands a few times and now landed in Gail Harris's lap. Harris opened Folk Lake to locals after realizing that the lake would be a great place to fish. In July of 1948, a couple of local fishermen, Aura Blue and Charles Wilson, hit the water at Folk Lake to do some casual fishing. While in a boat, the two happened to spot a giant turtle hanging out on the surface of the water. The monstrous turtle ignored the boat and went about its business before sinking back below the surface. When the two men returned to shore, they hurried to tell Gail Harris about their sighting. They described him... They described to him a creature that looked like a normal snapping turtle, but having a spiked shell the size of a large dining room table, six feet wide and appearing to be nearly 500 pounds. Harris was blown away by the alleged sighting and began keeping an eye out for the magnificent creature uh, he had been swimming through his lake. That had been swimming through his lake. Yes. So I had also seen specifically that, like, so they're in, like, a boat, Mm -hmm. and they saw it out of different sides. So, like, one looked oh. out the left and saw, like, the head and Underneath part of it, and then them. all the way across the boat, the backside, somebody saw the back half of the turtle. Damn. Six feet. What kind of boat are they in? Uh, I believe there is a skipper? photo of the boat online. There are some alleged photos that in the stories later. That... There's a lot of photos that don't exist that they're Correct. like, yep, they t- definitely took photos and they took videos, but nobody has ever... Come up those? with those. So if yeah. anybody lives in this area for some reason, of the 1,798 people that live there, and you're for some reason a cryptid counter, we've uh, hit the big time. If we've got one, I don't know if you have. I don't know if you have a library in a town that small. If you didn't have a post office, but I mean they have a post office now. I said Maybe. didn't. That was past tense. But they do now. They might have a. Did library you, know you can't run now? through a campground. You can only ran because it's past tense. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Oh. I like that. All right, so I guess a little bit more about Gail Harris, if you want to hit that off. Yeah, so in his story starts after you know he's told, obviously, and so 1949, uh, nearly eight months after searching for, like, starting his search, looking for the giant turtle, he finally got the proof that he needed when he allegedly saw Oscar in March of 1949. He was giddy like a schoolgirl. And raced into town to tell everyone everyone about the massive turtle living in his lake, where they should all fish. I mean, that's definitely true. Where where should you fish, Carter? I mean, if you live in Head Trill, Folk Lake, Blusco, motherfuckers, let's go. Folk Lake. Uh, some of the townspeople were so amazed by the story that they convinced Harris to try and capture the creature. Yep. I would too. He immediately began constructing a trap to capture the turtle so that he could prove, and I'm sure cash in on it. Uh, the Folk Lake Monster. Ooh. Lake Folk Monster. 
Uh, the trap was made up of wooden stakes, chicken wire, some raw bait, and his design would filter the turtle into this small area, about 10 foot of water. The, there's actually a so photo of the trap. Is there? Yes. Shit, I did terrible research. It looks like the the world's worst uh, dream catcher. Neat. I like that. <laughs> um, curious townfolk gathered a few days later, armed with cameras, hopefully hopeful to catch a photo or video of Harris's monster turtle. Uh, after only being out for a few hours, and this is where the first we got pictures, but I haven't seen any comes but, into play. But the pictures don't exist today. Yeah. Correct. Um, so it apparently arrived at the trap and began its adventure inside the shoddy funnel that was created by Harris. Uh, the townspeople whipped out their 1949-style cameras as Oscar made its way to the back of the trap. Uh, with nowhere to go, the turtle seemed to be trapped, but Harris's shitty chicken wire detention wall was hardly enough to keep the nearly 500-pound beast at bay, and it burst through the wall back into the depths of the lake. Beast at Bay is a pretty cool band name as well. You like that? Um, even though tra- uh, Harris's trap failed, news of the giant turtle living spread almost instantly. Harris, Blue, and Wilson began talking to local r- reporters, and soon the story of the beast... Beast of Busco was known nationwide, even though the docile turtle never showed any dangerous behavior. So why it's known as the beast. Uh, so you're talking about like sure. nationwide. I did hear on one other podcast they had like a clip of like a news source, like a news report of them like mm. talking about like them waiting for a giant turtle. I couldn't find it anywhere. So I don't know if it was something that they created. They had a lot of audio stuff and music, just mm. like like real songs and stuff. So I don't know. Oh, what that one was. I don't know where they, they found that either because I could not get a hold of it. I don't know if they have the kind of resources to create that or what. Interesting. Yeah. I, I watched I watched a few videos, and they're YouTube videos, like conspiracy YouTube videos of, yeah. like, pictures. And there wasn't a whole lot of robotic voices, surprisingly. That's good. Uh, there was one pretty funny picture that I, I didn't get the link to, but it, at the end he, like, horribly... Photoshops him getting taken away by the turtle. Excellent. It's pretty, it's pretty funny. I'm into I it. might have to find that one and uh, put it in the show notes. All right. Uh, but due to this nationwide fame, curious onlookers began to flock to the folk farm to see the beast for themselves, while others came to mock and ridicule Harris for claiming such a unbelievable creature. Uh, I had seen that the day after this event, there was nearly 3,000 people that trampled across his property. Yeah. Lots of people. The town's population is 1,700. Almost doubled the town's population. (laughs) Crazy. I mean, what do you do? You see a giant turtle, you take pictures of it. Of course. You spread it across the globe. Uh, So I had crowds of nearly 200 people showed up to watch. You said 3,000. I had had heard 3,000 the day after. I don't know if this is... uh, Reoccurring. If this is later, where there's specifically 200 people showed up to watch him use his his homemade periscope that we have yet to talk about. Yes, yes. Let's talk about the periscope. Yeah. So at po- some point, somebody created a periscope. I don't. They think like it, made it themselves. They didn't like go buy right. it. It's a homemade, homemade periscope. DIY periscope. Um, but alas, the water was too murky, and it even damaged Harris's eye in some way. It's so muddy down there. It's unbelievably bright. You would you would not understand. 
Don't look through it. You're going to go blind. It'll ruin your eyes, kid. Um, Didn't he also... Okay, he got like an old-timey diver suit as well. There's a photo of him with the helmet. You got, okay, we're okay, getting okay, there. We're okay. getting there. Right here, right here. Okay. So he also got his hands on a fully functioning diving suit and talked Woodrow Rigsby into putting it on and going into the lake to search. But Rigsby uh, abandoned the search when the helmet began to leak. Doesn't end there. Doesn't end there. The suit gets used one more time uh, a few days later after the helmet was repaired. Uh, this time he talked Walk- some Walter Johnson guy into uh, wearing the suit and diving back into the lake. Johnson spent nearly two hours at the bottom of the lake, but he wasn't looking for a giant turtle. He was stuck in the fucking mud. Yeah, it's... Uh, <laughs> up I to his chest, stuck in the mud. fucking awful. <laughs> Just digging his way up for two hours. Like, why did you guys fucking pull me up? I think I would have a panic attack. <laughs> yes, correct. Um, this is probably my favorite part. Like, getting stuck in the mud, pretty funny. Um, so, he even goes as far as to get... A female sea turtle, because apparently sea turtles and snapping turtles can mate. Not sure that's how that works, but uh, his plan was to drop... Hey, you don't know that? I don't know this that. This is I'm... 1940s logic. They're turtles. They can fuck. It doesn't matter. <laughs> turtles. I like turtles. Anyway, Harris's plan was to drop the lady sea turtle, um, I named her Petunia, into the lake in hopes of attracting Oscar uh, to the shore where he would be pulled out. But uh, alas... Oscar was smarter and maybe less horny than your average alligator snapping turtle and didn't fall for the sex trap orchestrated by Harris. Less horny than your average snapping turtle? <laughs> That's never been a uh, a level of horny I have Nobody I ever have described has typed that ever, sentence before in their life. I'm the first person to type that sentence. Excellent. So Is that like if you give monkeys enough monkeys like enough time typing on a keyboard, they'll type Shakespeare? Yeah. <laughs> they'll type... Uh, the Constitution? <laughs> Uh, yes. Uh, so he spent seven months searching, and his desperation seemed to grow to prove Oscar's existence. The crowds surrounding the phenomena had begun to dwindle with every attempt, every failed attempt to capture the beast. Harris also, Harris decided he was going to use fucking dynamite so and blow scr- the thing literally out. Literally scraping the bottom of the literally. barrel. Literally, not yet. Oh, okay, yep, not yet. So he was determined to produce a body, dead or alive. In October, Harris came up with his grand plan. There's no way that this turtle could get out of an empty fucking lake. So, crowds began to return in anticipation, but this time they had to pay a premium. But Harris put the money to good use. He didn't pocket it all himself. And he plunged a water pump into the lake using his tractor and began pulling water from the lake. Uh, after just a few days of pumping, Harris was able to get the once seven-acre lake down to just one acre with a depth of only five feet. That is a lot smaller. Where did he put all that water? I think he just... I have no idea. You'd have to spray into another lake, nah? Correct. You just gotta go somewhere. Like There's some like streams. So maybe just he just into a river? redirected it into like a river or a Interesting. stream. Interesting. Okay, okay. Possibly. I... Don't know. That seems illegal, but uh, I wasn't I there. again. I don't. I wasn't there. Nor it's do 1949, I know. Yeah, like, Jacob. That's, that's the Wild West in my mind. <laughs> even seven, though this is Indiana, <laughs> it was 1,796 people. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Half of them are at the lake watching him dump this water into uh, other places. Um, so they had to put combine two towns to get a post office. I'm sure there's not a lot in yeah. the way of police enforcement. <laughs> 
Yeah, we don't even have a fire to, fire station. Yeah. <laughs> the fire station was this guy's pump. <laughs> now they're out of fire station. Yeah, exactly. And, it was his lake. And a lake. <laughs> Nowhere to fish. And if we're, there's fire, we're fucked. I wish I was alive during this time so I could see this oh, all fuck unfold. that, dude. 1940? That sounds awful. You'd have like eight kids working the farm for you? Sick. Yes. Uh, during this time, while he was... Uh, pumping? Pumping the water out of his lake, um, a loyal crowd stayed laser-focused on the surface of the lake. A single duck landed on the remaining lake. A one-acre, five-foot-deep lake. And suddenly, a large reptilian head popped its head up and devoured the whole duck. Excuse me? Just... Like all these people saw that happen? Fucking Jaws style turtle. Apparently, all these people saw it. That would be a pretty cool t-shirt idea, Connor. A giant turtle eating a duck? Yes, yes. I'm going to wear that. I will I will look into doing that. <laughs> I'll talk to my guy. <laughs> I am that guy, you fuck. <laughs> I'll talk to you after the show. <laughs> So the crowd, amazed, stunned, awed, started yelling at Harris to keep pumping. Pump. Um, He cranked the pump pump, up to 11 suck units per second. 11 suck units per second, baby. Uh, He thought he he saw the light at the end of the tunnel, but disaster struck when the pump started sucking in the same dirt that captured Johnson just a handful of months earlier. Ah, yes, of course. Uh, The mud filled the pump, eventually clogging it and ruining his tractor and the pump in the process. Uh, So he was emptying the water into his tractor. I get it now. (laughs) Just has a a lift. Sorry, I've ruined everything. Sorry, continue. But what? Uh, This wasn't wasn't his, you know, last ditch, last ditch effort. He decides that he's going to spend the rest of the money that he had gotten from the people and spend it on renting out a... Ditch, a crane, ditch digger. They used the the crane. Piece of machinery. Correct. That wasn't his tractor because his tractor was tractor was ruined. Yes. Um, he used that to drag drag the lake. Drag the lake. But it uh, seems as if Oscar had once again outsmarted Harris in his frivolous attempts at capturing him, and it would seem as if Oscar put a hex on Churro Busco, because just a short while after. A series of bad weather hit the town. Soon the lake would, you know, rain, storms, returning the uh, seven-acre lake back to its original Form depth. of glory. Correct. Um, allowing Oscar to go back into hiding. Of course. Maybe. He might be dead now. It's, I don't know, 1950, he's probably still not alive. Just, I had to guess. Not necessarily turtles can be very old correct they generally I don't, leave... I don't know when i need to start jumping in with all of my turtle facts connor i thought about it but uh there's there's a lot of times i can do this we can go back um, and retcon this story with turtle that's fine facts. that's fine we can finish this one out before i start throwing other random bits of turtle information at you i mean i'm almost done okay this is this is the very end uh, the story ends with an unsatisfied harris deeply in debt and dealing with health problems which led to him selling the farm in August of 1950. Unfortunate. Poor Harris. Poor Harris, indeed. About the age of the turtles we're just talking about. Uh, I mean, I mean, there's. We haven't talked about them yet specifically, but the kind of turtle that looks like 
this one kind of looks like that I think it just kind of is can live like 20 to 70 years in captivity and I guess we'll just talk about it. it's called the alligator snapping turtle yes yep. in the wild they have been collected with 200 year old arrowheads and musket balls in their shells which means that they were alive up to 200 years ago like as adults um I had not seen that. That's yeah, yeah. Incredible. So I have uh, this other stuff here as well. That was from uh, something. I have something else from there later too. The so, scientific name for uh, alligator snapping turtle, real quick, is Macrochelis teminki. Yeah, I don't include that information in my stuff. Um, so I guess the um, the stat. I went to the in- Indiana Department of Natural Resources website and looked up stuff specifically about the alligator snapping turtle because it it looks like this does. It talks about like having those those ridges on its back. Well, yes. the link in the description. Um, so the range of the alligator snapping turtle reaches from south southern Georgia to e west west to eastern Texas and northward up the Mississippi Ri- Mississippi River system, reaching as far north as southeast Iowa. The status of the alligator snapping turtle in Indiana is uncertain. Records for ex- for extreme southwest Indiana date back to the 1800s, but very few have been taken in the past decade. Alligator snapping turtles were thought to have been completely eliminated from Indiana until one was found in 1991 near the White River in Morgan County. Since then, no specimen has been documented in the state. They are considered an endangered species in Indiana. Um... I guess in that sense it's a cryptid. If if, if if they don't think they're in that area and they do, there is an existing population, then yes, that is... Yeah. Uh, so the behavior of the alligator snapping turtle, they spend most of their life entirely in water, normally venturing onto land only to lay eggs. While beneath the water surface, these turtles are able to use their unique worm-like appendage located on the bottom of their mouth to lure in potential prey. During this process, turtles stimulate... <clears throat> situate themselves in a dugout depression, remaining motionless with mouth agape, wriggling the worm-like appendage. Fish finding the worm attractive may venture in to the turtle and become its next meal. While these turtles are thought to be less aggressive than the common snapping turtle, the powerful bite of an alligator snapping turtle can be both painful and damaging to humans. We will have a link in the description to Coyote Peterson getting bit by one of these things. I briefly watched that before we started recording. It is horrifying. He has a he puts a cast on his arm first because otherwise he would have lost his fucking arm. It's insane, Correct. dude. I, d- I wish um, I had like the pounds per square inch that it uh, I had seen it at one point, but I did not put it down or understand the terms that they gave it to me in. Uh, so the last bit I have from this is about uh, the predators. So juveniles may be consumed by fish, otters, wandering birds, raccoons, and have been known... Uh, yeah, birds and raccoons. Uh, but the only predator of an adult alligator snapping turtle is thought to be humans. Yeah, I'm, I can't really think of anything that would, one, go after an alligator snapping turtle for food, or two, be able to go after like a 200-pound fucking that could eat monster. A 200-pound turtle that could get through a shell like that. There's no predators out here that could do that. Probably... Humans is the only thing that can do right. that. Right. I mean, they probably die from like a... A limited food source or... Starvation, pollution. Uh, they stop growing due to the size of their surroundings. Or they, if you if it ends up in like a lake or something and that dries up a little bit more kind of situation or it can't get back out into another water source, uh, I'm sure that would cause an issue as well. So I guess real quick about the Beast of Busco from denvermichaels.net. Uh, some have suggested that the turtle relocated to another lake via a subterranean river. In an interview with Harris, 
He said, quote, I think and people say and guys from the zoos say that there is an underground current coming into that lake and that he got into that and went to some other lake. Others believe that Oscar might have buried himself in the muck at the bottom of the lake and waited for the commotion to pass. Rust Reed, a collector of turtles who owns the two largest known alligator snapping turtles alive today. Uh, I believe I sent you the link crunchinfo.com. I'll have a I link to that in the it. description. There's a giant ass one of these things. It's huge, man. Have you ever seen one in real life? Uh, yes, I have. Okay, so real story time, Connor's life stories. When I was in elementary school, probably third or fourth grade, uh, my dad caught one on, at Vinker in Ames. At the golf course? Yep. In a, are you familiar with the size of a golf ball tube box? Yes. Three balls. Yes. About an inch. It's that size? Yeah. Fit in that. He brought that home. I brought it to school at one point. Interesting. I saw one that was much bigger at the skate park in Ames. Oh. When I was, I don't know, when I was going to the skate park, so I don't know, maybe 13. Elementary school. Yeah, elementary school. Yeah, probably like middle school, maybe high school. I was going to the skate park. I was maybe like 14, 15. Some kids had like found one in the river and like put on a skateboard. It's like moving the skateboard around the the skate park like it was a teenage mutant ninja turtle or some shit. And then some dude walking past with his kid got really mad that that was happening, and then tried to go and put it back in the river, but he grabbed the sides of it instead of the tail, and he got bit. <laughs> So that was, I remember that happening That's very good. clearly. That's good. Uh, I like that. <laughs> That's fucking, yeah, Dumb dude. Ass. He got, it didn't like get a hold of him, but he definitely got, he got cut. Nicked. He was yeah. bleeding for sure. Uh, I saw the the largest one that I've seen uh, was this one in Springfield, Missouri. I had to look up, you know, the, the, yes. the weight and age. Uh, but this one that I saw was, and I've seen it multiple times, but it's 185 pounds. 75 years old so it's about i would say they don't stop growing also by the way they will continue continue to grow grow. as they live um so this one is 75 years old um i think in the wild they can live from 50 to 100 years old generally like obviously they can live I, i i don't know if are they affected by cancer is that a thing i don't know i have no idea i'm not a turtle expert but uh, along with that one, which is quite large. Uh, crunch that I was talking about a moment yes. ago. This this turtle is age estimated 150 to 200 years old. Turtles are amazing. Correct. How Body length have... is over four feet. Damn. Damn. That's a big ass turtle. Dog. There's one of him sitting here with his fucking mouth open, like right in front of children. It looks like it could just swallow one of these kids' heads whole. Oh, it probably could. It's big, dude. I thought this 185-pound one was massive. Well, this this one, I think this one weighs like 175, so it's about the same size. Oh, okay, okay. Say that, yeah. Uh, there's also one at, uh, I don't I don't know if it's still there, but in one of the articles I was reading, it says there's one, and this has 16-year-old alligator snapper at uh, the Shedd Aquarium in Chicago. That one weighed 249 pounds. There's also one at the Brooklyn Zoo in Chicago. Brookfield Zoo, sorry. Brookfield Zoo in suburban Chicago weighing 298 pounds. Um, The largest alleged alligator snapper is said to have been 403 pounds, which was allegedly found in Kansas in 1937, although verification is debatable on that one. We'll keep that one in mind for a little bit later. I have something kind of similar I want to talk about. Um, Okay. 
we're talking about this a little bit ago, but something about these snappers that are alive today is that they can burrow in mud for long periods of time. Um, and so they're talking about specifically Oscar having done that to, to pass that. So that's interesting. Um, Harris did by claims that he, he thought that it had still been alive and maybe escaped the lake into another one. Um, and did admit at one point that part of his fixation with the Beast of Busca was driven for a desire for money. In an interview in 1971, Harris claimed that due to the hoopla surrounding the hunt and the massive size of the turtle, he stood to gain financially from the capture of the giant. He said, quote, I won't say maybe a millionaire, but I'd have a lot more than I got today. If he had actually found the... If he had actually found it, he could have been able to cash in on it. But that doesn't necessarily mean that he didn't believe that it was there, you know? It, it seems like he, he definitely believed what it. he had seen. Yeah, um, more than once if he if he saw his head pop out and eat a duck. Yes. So I guess I did find. Let me see. Uh, another close by encounter in a uh, book by George M. Eberhart. Uh, the book is called "Mysterious Creatures: A Guide to Cryptozoology." The quote in here is: "It's like a single sentence about it." But a swamp was drained near Black Oak, Indiana in July of 1950. A huge turtle with the head as big as a human's was seen swimming around a drain leading to the Little Camlet River. I saw it in about two places. Hmm. He talked about a nearby... This is, I don't know. So this this was closer to um, Lake Michigan, but originally uh, Corobusco is about two hours from Lake Michigan. So it's not super far. Um, so then from there... Um, I couldn't find any sightings of a turtle that large in that specific river, but I did find this bit from ABC7 Chicago by Evelyn Holmes and Eric Horng. Horng. H-O-R-N-G. Horng. Horrible Um, name. Sorry. It's unfortunate for sure. Sorry, Eric. Indiana uh, Dunes Beach closed after steel plant releases cyanide in Little Camlet River. Friday, um, August 16th, 2019. Is this a Ninja Turtle story? Quote, dead fish and toxic chemicals in the water have caused several beaches in northwest Indiana to close, including parts of the Indiana Dunes National Park. A steel plant belonging to a company, and I don't know the logistics of this, so I'm not going to say their name, is accused of dumping toxic levels of cyanide and ammonia nitrogen into the Little Camlet River in Portage, according to state officials. According to Indiana Department of Environmental Management, This company exceeded the daily maximum total for cyanide and ammonia nitrogen released. The department, which is leading the investigation, has required this company to help clean up the spill and monitor the river's chemical concentration. The National Park Service and the said the water out to 300 feet of the National Park, Portage, Lakefront, and Riverwalk Beach area has been closed since Wednesday. Uh... Portions of the Little Camlet River were closed between Highway 140 and 149 and 249. The Park Service said the trail remains open at the uh, Sammy Maletta Public Marina, the sunset Friday on scores of dead fish. So I, I couldn't find another sighting of a turtle into that like area where it went. But if somehow it had survived for that long and stayed in the area, it could have been poisoned. But I didn't. <laughs> see like a a body of a giant turtle wash up in this aftermath but i guess it was pretty recent that that happened so august 16th of this year what is the right of mount 
the allowed amount of cyanide you can dump into the lake. That information I I don't have in my opinion it would be none, none but uh you know that's that's where we're at I guess. It's 2019 you could put cyanide in the water. Yes. Interesting. Do you have anything else on this alleged can we get off the fence? I mean I have some more about some turtles. So Can can we can I just say this? Yes. I'm going to get off the fence. No. I'm getting off the fence. You're not. And I'm saying that it's probably not something I don't want to say out of the ordinary because if alligator snapper is out of the ordinary if it is thought if to be there. an extinct species in the state Indiana yeah um so I tried to look up like the legal status of owning one as a pet because the first thing that comes to mind is somebody has one as a pet and releases it in the wild so the legal status of having one of these as a pet is somewhat unclear. It varies from state to state, and typically only the sale of them is prohibited. Again, from this um, all turtles article, all turtles, all turtles article <laughs> that I have here. Um, is that taken by the, the way? Description. We needed a new domain. All turtles. All turtles. That's a little bit too close to testicles. I don't know how, if that's, that's not a real word. Like I don't know how people spell it. Uh, but quote in 2012, the Center for Biological Diversity petitioned to have alligator snapping turtles protected under the U.S. Endangered Species Act. The results of that petition are still are still pending. I'm not sure when this article was written, but it appears that some people do own these as pets because on this website was like extensive amounts of like here's how to take care of alligator one of these turtles and information about care. the alligator snapping turtles. I had a pet snap. A painted snapping turtle as a pet when I was a kid named Bubba for a number of years. Why don't you start the show off with this? Because uh, it, it, it isn't the same. It doesn't really matter that much. <laughs> uh, but uh, it, it also said on this website definitely like, hey, don't fucking release these things into the wild. If you have them as pets, don't fucking do that. Um, but people do that. It Obviously, happens. Yeah. Like goldfish is a prime example. If you've ever seen those, I'll, I'll throw a Basis photo in the species. description. Like people don't want to like flush them or something. They just don't want it anymore. They'll put it in a pond and then they get like unrecognizably large. Is lionfish also like a tropical fish? Like I think they're a big, it might be in Florida where they're a big invasive species in the waters. Okay. And they, I think it's lionfish. Don't quote me on this, but there is a species of fish in the oceans off the coast, I think it's either of Florida or California. I am really just pulling this out of my ass. But it, like, I, I think it's either, I think, I'm pretty sure lionfish are poisonous. Yes, very much so. But it's just, like, wreaking havoc on all these other species of fishes. Mm. And I don't know if it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, people had them as pets and... Well, they that got was too big what happened in Florida with, uh, like, what, Burmese uh, python right. and, like, Nile crocodiles and shit. Like, people had them as pets, and then it just got out of control, so they just released them into the Everglades, and now they're just fucking everywhere, just killing everything, just eating deer whole. That's nutty. Absolutely fucked. Florida is Florida, Australia. <laughs> Florida's fucking crazy. I can't... Yeah, literally, <laughs> dude. Um, that's, that's funny. Uh... Oh, yeah, but also it maybe releasing your 250-pound behemoth of a turtle is not common knowledge in 1940s. I don't think this website existed back then because the internet didn't, really. So, uh, you know, I, I, again, I don't know, like, what, once you're done with a pet in the 40s, what do you fucking do with it? You probably just, like, eat it. All right, Connor. So, the earliest evidence of pet tortoises in Britain. Researchers have found the earliest archaeological evidence from a tortoise being kept as a family pet in Britain at Castle in Staffordshire. This is from uh, BBC News. This is a tortoise. 
the find, giant... which is reported in the Journal Post Medieval article, dates to the late 19th centuries. The researchers say that at this time, it... at this time, attitudes towards keeping family pets began to change. Uh, there is an image of a 130-year-old leg bone that was found with the remains of cats and dogs. I'll have a link to that in the description. A fondness for pets was more regularly expressed in literature, the researchers wrote in an article. There had been evidence of turtles and terrapins in domestic situations dating back to the 19th century, but it was believed that these animals were used for food. So it is estimated that in the 19th century is when they started keeping these animals as pets. This particular example was of a tortoise. But there had been evidence of turtles and tortoises, terrapins, being kept in households for food earlier than that. So at this time, if the the idea of keeping animals as pets as pets had transitioned, I did try to find how early people kept turtles as pets, and this is the information I have. Roughly the 19th century. Also, a giant turtle show would be awesome. Turtle power, dude. Cowabunga. I so, I have so one more thing to talk can about. Can I interject you really certainly quick? Certainly can. So they're talking about these turtle races here at the. Uh, <laughs> okay. I, I would love to see like, you know, five or so, however many they have raising, just like giant alligator snapping turtles, and just release them down the street, like running of the bulls, but running of the snapping turtles. I think snapping turtles can move pretty quick though. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah, not like when they're running a race, they're going to be going slow, but if they, like, wanted to bite somebody, it would move quick. I think they can, like, jump. Get this. I think this is, like, a public nuisance to suggest what you're doing. I'm definitely not saying that this shouldn't be done. Okay. This should be done. Okay. I want this to happen. I want to, I want to, like, they have, like, the running of the bulls in Barcelona. Yeah, it's Why not stupid, the running of the snapping turtles? Uh, that no would offense, be hectic. but like it seems like th- I I always see video clips of people just getting gored or like a bull ending up in somebody's house, like climbs through a window. I'm like, couldn't we just like not do this yeah, and yeah. just avoid it altogether? Literally, Chinese uh, bull in a China store. A bull in a China shop. Okay, I was like, yeah. what what reference are you trying to make, Connor? <laughs> a I Chinese man me. in a bull store. <laughs> We're gonna take it off the internet. You be careful. So I have one more thing I want. To put by you before you're officially off the fence. I'm already off the fence, but shoot. Okay, well, you had mentioned something about Kansas earlier. So I have from this uh, National Cryptid Society website an article called Turtles of Extraordinary Magnitude, Giant Turtle Sightings from Hawaii, Ohio, and the Kentucky Rivers. So I have one from the Ohio River, which is in Kentucky. I said Kansas, but... I'm aware. We're splitting hairs. I am aware. We will. There, a connection will be drawn. Please, okay. please hold okay. your questions and comments until the end of the lecture. <laughs> so the location sighting occurred on the Ohio River in Union County, Kentucky. They gives the exact coordinates: thirty-seven point six nine seven zero zero eight by negative eighty-eight point one two one four eight six. The date of the sighting occurred on February fifteenth of two thousand and eighteen. Okay. Submitted by Dylan. <laughs> on February 15th of this year at approximately 4pm I witnessed what appeared to be a possible northern map turtle or false map turtle that was far beyond accepted size for the species it was swimming near the bank of the Ohio River in Kentucky at the Shawnee Town slash Blackburn boat ramp and was the si- and was a size that would rival the largest and oldest known alligator snapping turtles 
the rain-swollen river had a fair amount of logs and branches passing by. So at first, I thought I was looking at the end of a log being carried by a swift current, but then I realized it was moving in a straight, deliberate course, staying closer to the bank, then abruptly submerged. Briefly revealing what I thought was some sort of fluke or tail, shocked, I fumbled for my smartphone in my pocket, hoping to catch sight of whatever I had witnessed. I walked along the bank, scanning to see if it resurfaced. When it poked its head out of the surface, it was a very large turtle. As I had attempted to zoom in with my phone, it apparently noticed me and rapidly ducked back below the churning brown waters. I tried to look for another several minutes, but its its trajectory and the river's current would have placed it beyond the clearing of the boat launch and safely beyond my prying eyes. At first, I thought surely it must have been an alligator snapping turtle. As the head was so large, I estimate it was 8 inches or longer in length and probably 12 to 14 inches in circumference. With enough neck length to stand perhaps three to six inches clear of the water without the top of the without the top rising above the surface but it was not the molted quote dinosaur looking head of a big snapper it was clearly striped like a river cooter or painted turtle (laughs) after um, also when it had first submerged i did not note the pronounced carapace ridges that a alligator snapping turtle should have so the big bumps on its back as it seemed rather smooth and what i mistook to be a tail fluke had been the upturned edge of a surprisingly large i assume that's shell is the word that he keeps fucking referring to uh as i failed to capture this on my own phone not only am i kicking myself for my slow reflexes but it also relegates to an eyewitness account, an anecdote with no physical or photographic evidence, but I'm 100% certain what I saw was not a snapping turtle of any sort. It was something outside of the recognized scientific standards for any known freshwater turtle species. There's also photos on here of screenshots from, like, photos and screenshots from where this had been taken, so there's exactly, like, this is exactly where I was standing, this is exactly where I saw it, like, screenshots on, like, Google Maps and stuff, and then, like, a photo of, like, the boat ramp that he had just taken. So... What I'm going to say to you to draw this connection between this and Kansas is when you and I were in Kansas a couple of years ago, we yes. saw something kind of weird in the water that then submerged. We didn't really get a good look at it or know what it was, but could it have perhaps have been a turtle? It would have had to have been a very large turtle. It would have had to have been a very large turtle. I would, I would reckon what we saw was probably at least three feet long, if not five what we saw sticking out of the water? Yes. I, I would I would put it closer to three, yeah. So, and it seems more stick-like. It, like it did skinny. seem, like, very thin and stick-like. I don't know if it's, like, could it have been a, a turtle facing the other direction? Yeah, we could have caught a weird the angle, back, I guess. The back of its head and then just, like, went down. It, it moved really weird, whatever it was we saw. However, that's that's kind of what I thought of immediately when I saw this story. So that's why I wanted to include this one in particular of the three on this website that I saw about giant turtles. Hmm. Again, he said it's specifically not a giant snapper. But if it looked like it's about twice the size of whatever this map turtle is supposed to be, yeah, I don't know what a map does that then is, leave but... room for a alligator snapping turtle to get that big? I am in the camp that I, while it might be extraordinary, it is not unrealistic for it's not a unbelievable. Yeah, uh, it is. It is unbelievably turtle. large, but. Not that unbelievable. I mean, sea turtles are massive. 
Yeah. And there obviously there was bigger ones before and the older if they don't stop growing, the older they get, the bigger they get. I, I don't see it as being unrealistic for a turtle to somehow under the right circumstances get to be that size. Yeah. I will also say that water distorts things. Correct. Which would make it appear to be larger when you are above the surface looking in. And if its head sticking up and its head is so big once it's out of the surface because they do have very girthy heads and necks, they're yeah, big. They're, These they're turtles thick. are big. If it's a big one, even if it's, you know, a four feet long, it's very easy to see, okay, it's four feet long. It looks a little bit bigger underwater. We'll say it looks like it's five feet. How hard is it to exaggerate five to six? He's easily. If even if it's not a record breaking size alligator snapping turtle, it if it is a two hundred and fifty pound turtle, it's still a big ass fucking turtle. I would be interested in going and looking at that turtle. I would too. I would go. You could ride on that thing. Hell to the fucking no, you can't. How how good? It their, would bite you. How good is their neck reach? You can't pick them up on the side. You gotta like move those bitches. You gotta like grab behind. Yeah, but can they bite on the back of their shell? No, 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 that's where you grab them. You grab the back of the shell, like here and here, behind their right, head, right and behind their, their head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you go on either side, like the dude at the skate park did, that's when you get bit. So you gotta ride it like a by the skateboard toe. or what? Uh, I I wouldn't. You just stand on it like a surf. It looks surfboard? like a fucking dinosaur. Like it's not. It does. It's crazy. And the. Uh, I think it was a National Geographic article I was looking at. Okay. For some of the, uh, some of the more uh, out specifically alligator snapping turtle. Yes. Research I did. Um, they give it, they they um, compare it with the Anglosaurus. If you are familiar. Damn, that's bigger than that dude's hand. Easy. That flipper is easily twice the size of that man's hand. And it's got claws. And that beak is terrifying. It's a big-ass turtle. I, I'll have a link to this uh, crunchinfo.com website, which is just a giant snapping turtle. Uh, I mean, it the is shell not- is magnificent. It's it's a beautiful creature, one way or the other. I mean, it looks terrifying and like a dinosaur. But I am more interested now than when I was doing research because I did not see that it was technically extinct in Indiana or... The 1991, I believe, was when the last known alligator snapping turtle was seen in the state. Uh, again, we don't have any sightings of Oscar since beyond May. Like 1949 was when that was really going on. Yeah. And then like 1950, somebody saw like a really big one in that other lake close by. Whether or not that was Oscar that had escaped into there, which is another one, just a, a big turtle in general, I, I don't know. But... I think that's everything that I have in my notes. I've got the river. I've got the swamp. i got this. i got that. Yeah, I, mean, I, think that's, I think that's everything that I have. That is all I have for now. Yeah, that is all you have on the turtle? Yes, that okay. is all I have on the turtle. Where are you at? What, do you think it's just an alligator snapping turtle? Uh, yeah. That's, I think we kind of came to that conclusion a little while ago but that's kind of where i'm at too either way it's amazing it's incredible i mean i've 500 600 400 pound fucking alligator snapping turtle is huge i mean the if this one at the chicago museum or the zoo weighed nearly 300 pounds a 300 pound turtle that weighs more than me 
I am a gro- I'm six feet it four inches tall. Literally three I times am, as much as I do. It's fucking insanity, man. It's crazy. I, I would like to see one not behind glass. Not anywhere where it could bite my whole leg off. But like I would they like to see one. They don't typically come out wild. of water, so if it's up on the shore, it's probably laying eggs. So you might be able to get it. Water. There's some photos online, people getting pretty close up to them, taking pictures. And again, it said they're not typically as aggressive as um, just I, like a, a regular common snapping turtle. I think I came across. But the bite is definitely bad. I, I think I came across this in an article. Uh, I don't know which one. Don't know that matters much. But I saw that there was no reported deaths by alligator snapping turtles. Interesting. So. They're pretty docile, so they're not trying to fuck I mean, anybody this up. dude, two Brain different people went lake. into this lake after what they assumed the the shell of it was as big as the top of a car. They're like, yeah, I'm going to hop in here quick, see if I can find it. One of them stuck in the mud for two hours while he's looking around panicking like, please, please don't come up and see me. Pull me out, Gail. Yeah, it, it's, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. I, I this, this is one of those ones that, like, this doesn't seem... That implausible to me. Correct. I would agree. Um, I, I guess also on the note of that uh, Kentucky one, because it was in February, uh, but I guess it had been an exceptionally warm winter that year. In February, the average temperature was about 70 degrees in uh, 2018. So I fondly I recall that Also winter. seen uh, videos of them. Turtles remain active into parts of winter. They, they have a relatively short hibernation period. So, like, I, I have seen videos of, like, water is frozen on the top. There's They're still a little bit liquid below, and the turtles just kind of swimming around in the water, just hanging out. So, th- they do, well, they are able case, to, sort of, like, actively do stuff in colder waters. Seven acres. I have no idea what the depth of is, but I would assume it's pretty deep. So, even if there was a, a foot of ice on the top of this lake. Well, fish don't freeze. Fish don't die every right. winter. It's only the top. So there, I'm sure that there's could be a giant alligator snapper just chilling at the bottom. The the thing that I find odd is that they never found it. Ever. Like they had it there they allegedly it was seen a couple of times. So they drained it down to there's only five feet lake. A duck lands on it, it eats the fucking duck. Everybody's losing their mind, getting they it finished it. all the way, finish draining it, finish draining it, and then it gets clogged. And it starts sucking up mud. Maybe they sucked up the turtle. Did they check in the hose? Not that I know of. I don't think it would fit through the hose. Yeah, I don't know how big this... I mean, he pumped out seven acres of water in a few days. Yeah. That sounds insane. If it's this big, I mean, you get a gallon of water into that area like that. Yeah, one by one area. You move some fucking water through a hose even, man. I know, but it just... Man, it's a lake. Seven acres? Do you know how big an acre is? Yes. Quite large. I just, I would have really liked to have seen this go down. Just, I'm just putting that out there. The the stupid chicken wire, wooden stake, dream catcher trap. I don't, I don't know. I would just love. It is, like it to is be there only one tenth of a mile. One tenth of a square mile is seven, seven? acres. By the way. Square mile, 0.109375. So it's a pond. Square. It's still big. I don't know how... Fucking, let's see how big A. Hayden is. The focal point of two lakes which combined surface area is about 125 acres. 
So this is a pond. Yes, it's Why not like a full-on lake. Why are they calling it a lake? Let's see how big the pits are. Uh, 31-acre lake is Peterson's Pits, for example. So this about is the, a pond. the third read. of the size of that, it's not that big. Folks Pond. Lake is definitely an overstatement. Yeah. It's just a low spot in some streams. <laughs> <laughs> it's still a lot of water to move, don't get me wrong. Uh, I don't know if I could figure out how much water... How much water could... You fit in a seven-acre pond. Is there a pond generator? Cool. I just Googled O-N-D. Pond generator. Pond volume calculator. It does exist. This is exactly what I wanted. (laughs) It was made for the show. Uh, I don't don't know length, width, eh, width. (laughs) Oh, boy. All the width. What do you what do you suppose the length is? Seven so seven acres. What, what can I? Oh God! It's it wants it in feet. How much is a mile in feet? Uh, it like is you know so one acre head. is forty three thousand five hundred and sixty square feet. I feel like I've de- debunked this whole town. Like this whole town doesn't even exist. They've got a pond and 1,749 people or something. So I'm going to say it's this big one way and this big another way. I don't know what the depth is. He got it down to five feet, and that was low. Should we say 25? Sure. Let's go 25, see how we can do that, where that gets Calculate us. pond volume. 25 feet deep is pretty deep. <laughs> can we put some commas in here so I know how to read this number? All right, so if we're guessing the number of gallons yeah. of water in how this pond, one gallon Connor, water would you like it? to take a stab at this? How many uh, commas is there? <laughs> that would give you literally the exact answer. That's why I will not be telling you this <laughs> this number. Um, I'm gonna go with eleven. No, I'm just gonna go with eleven thousand. You think there's eleven thousand gallons? Would you like me one more time to to tell you how many commas there are in there? No, no, no. I'm still not going to tell you the number of commas. So we decided that one acre was 43,560 feet. So I multiplied that by three and also by four to get like the length and the width. I have no idea if this math is how this works at all, and we're estimating that. Would you like one more time to guess before I tell you the pond volume is approximately blank gallons? 11 million. Would you, would you like one more guess, Connor? Eleven billion. I'm sticking right, with eleven. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna just go ahead and tell you what the answer is. It's four trillion two hundred and sixty-nine billion three hundred and fifteen million six hundred thousand gallons. I have no idea the validity of this. Trillion? If he emptied trillions of well, gallons. Well he didn't empty it all the way. It was there were still five feet left. How many gallons of water are on the planet Earth? Oh god. I commend the fucking stoner done, question of the day. I, I commend whoever's done the math for that. Neil deGrasse. Three hundred and twenty-six million trillion gallons. I don't <sighs> believe that's a real number, but also that makes the, the the size of this guy's lake seem astronomically large. It does. So maybe my math is wrong. But you have to think that is the the amount of water is a million times what he has in his pond. Yeah, it's a million trillion, and he has a trillion gallons so a million times what he's got in his pond 
I mean, there's not much in his pond. I assume the ocean itself is more than a billion times what he has in his tiny oh. seven-acre pond. I'd hope so. How many gallons of water will fit in a seven square acres? We'll say square ac- square acres. Volume acreage calculation. I have a rectangular pond that is 100 feet long by 50 feet wide. 100 times 50 is 5,000 square feet. <laughs> then 5,000 times 4,300 equals... Oh, God. A lot. I don't know the diameter. It's the same thing. I don't... It's a square pond. Acres. Seven. Square feet. Boom. How much water will fit in this many feet where's my pond volume calculator <laughs> is that a function i can get on my personal calculator all right this one if i just do it as like the length of the pond is seven acres, by one <laughs> is seven acres by one feet across and 25 feet depth on average which maybe 25 on average is high let's move that down to 15 okay that sounds reasonable let me all right you want to take a stab at this number this one's much smaller is all i'm going to say I'm going to stick with 11 million. It's 34,303,500. Well, it's much closer estimated. than the first That time. is a lot smaller, and for some reason, I think I did something wrong the first time. Probably because the, the length that I entered and the width that I entered is not how you would calculate a square, and the, the amount, the size is wrong. So we should probably cut all of that out because I sound like a fucking crackpot who doesn't know how to do math. Yeah, but. <laughs> anyway, we might have overestimated the size of this lake. It is not that big. But it is also not a pond. It is... I wouldn't categorize it as a lake. If I'm visualizing what I think it looks like, it's probably like a large pond. Is there something between pond and lake? Uh, Aquifer. Yeah, aquifer. Um, Where is my pond calculator? (laughs) Pond volume calculator. Hold up. Now let me throw Put that this in your in favorites here. real quick. Trust me, it's in the hot bar. <laughs> Save it to my desktop. Divided by two, not twenty-three. Hundred and fifty-two. We're gonna say this is even. Hundred and fifty-two thousand both sides. Length width. It's a perfect square. Yes. Ten foot depth, fifteen foot depth, fifteen foot depth. Yeah. Uh approximate pond volume is N A N. Pond volume calculator! You failed us for the last time. All right, so I have given up on this. Uh, long walk for a short drink of pond water. Um, I think we've been off the fence. Uh, what are we transitioning into now? We got to go to uh, who, Instagram? We think, who, who we think oh. is going to win. Okay. Or So yeah. last time we did that weird thing. So do you think a 500-pound turtle could kill your tiny little Nicaraguan tree bear? I have no way of saying how the Nicaraguan tree bear could do anything. To well, this if social giant... media has told me anything, it's that somebody will find a way for the Nicaraguan tree bear to defeat this turtle. Spoilers. I don't think so, but uh, I have a feeling that everybody else will. If we look into poll results from the last episode that we did of this uh, Nicaraguan tree bear versus insectoids, which I thought would win. The insectoids, and you, you stuck to your, your creation to, of the, the tree bear. I'm sorry. Just... We have uh, 
we have some numbers and some comments here if you want to dive into those. First, let's play that 1v1 music. Oh, there's... All right, poll results time. Over on Instagram, our reigning champion of voters with 18 vote, total votes, 89% voted for Jacob. The Nicaraguan tree bear? Correct. Mm. Leaving 11 cent percent. Mm. Two people on Instagram voted for insectoids. Uh, and I'm going to skip over Facebook right now, but they were second with 12 votes. But not far behind them was Twitter, 10 votes. Uh, and that one was split 50-50. Okay. People on Twitter, I've gathered, don't listen to the podcast. Interesting. It's bots? Yes. Voting bots, though. I we'll mean, take, take it. These uh, Russian voting <laughs> bots. Isn't that what happened to last election? Oh, oh. oh. It's not get political. Okay. Uh, so Facebook. Facebook. 75%. You're right. Ugh. Nicaraguan tree bear. 75% voted for Nicaraguan tree bear. So that definitely won overall. 40 people voted. 40 people voted. And it was 30 75%. People, 30 people voted for uh, the old Nicaraguan. I think there was a couple of comments backing you up uh, on the here. The NTB, if you will. Okay. Uh, Brooke commented on the Facebook. She said, I have dug up more information on this tree bear. She found more information. Interesting. Uh, Turns out their brains function on a frequency that annoys the insectoids. Am I retconning? Maybe. Am I annoying Jacob further by making up more information so the tree bear wins? Most definitely. Uh, I, I need you to show your work. Where where exactly is it that you found this information? <laughs> Links, please. Yeah, I need uh, you. You're you're posting the info. I need uh, I need a link here. Uh, Levi also commented and said he votes to make the. Tree Bear, the official mascot of Counting Cryptids. That's also a pretty excellent idea. I will. Uh... I hate it so much because it's such a shit attempt at making my own cryptid. It's literally <laughs> just a fucking sloth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, maybe that I'll, I'll look into uh, figuring something out for some more. For I mean, some it, t-shirts it, on that one too. It is pretty defining of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Flying Slothy. by the seat of your pants, making shit up. Yeah, excellent. Falling out of trees. <laughs> So, yeah, that's the 1v1 poll results this week. All right. I guess we do, real quick, have a five-star iTunes review. Excuse me, Apple Podcasts Apple review Podcasts. from uh, Mike. I don't need to read the 18, sequential numbers of ones, twos, and eights in your username. That's fine. So it's September 29, 2019. Five-star review. Just what I've been looking for. For a long time, I've been looking for a good cryptid show. I've looked through YouTube and most other places, but this is exactly on point to what I wanted. It's not just some random monotone dude reading. What I could have read myself, these two have a way of putting personality into everything, and the banter is just everything the doc ordered. I unfortunately came in late, but even when I talked to them about my experiences that were on old episodes, they still acknowledge it. Best podcast ever. I almost never listen to podcasts, but I always come back here. So, thank you, Mike. Thank you so much. I believe you have also been talking to him on I social media. I spoke for a little while with Mike, um, but he had sent me a message on Facebook and, I guess, on Instagram. And maybe I just didn't uh, link up the two names. Uh, usernames? Okay. So, 
it was uh, lost until this morning. Um, but he wrote into the Facebook and said, okay, so I'm on the Shadow People episode. I wanted to say I have extended experience with this shadow person. I've had this shadow entity following me around most of my life. I'm 20, and since I can remember, it's just been around. It's always like a cloudy figure, and he, he calls him Greg, has never tried to hurt me or anything around me. He's just been stalking me, basically. Uh, but he comes in many different shapes. Sometimes it's a humanoid. It's humanoid. Other times, it's just a shape of a cat, which is interesting. But I know it's some sort of entity, and not my mind, because I've seen it in the road before in front of a car that was that I was following, and they swerved around it, and then it was gone. But I know oh, he's good, because I've had sweep paralysis before, and seen him and another entity in the corner of my room, and when the other thing tried to come towards me, Greg walked in between me and him, and they both disappeared, and I was able to move. But yeah, I hope that makes sense, but I thought I'd share. That's terrifying. Appreciate you sharing, Mike. Hey, of course. Uh, we also did have a good conversation sure. about uh, some conspiracy shit this oh, morning. Fuck yeah. So I'll get my tinfoil hat on anytime. It was a good time. Excellent. Nice well, talking uh, to you, Mike. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for writing in. Definitely. Thanks for sharing the story. Um, I may have also reached out to him on Instagram regarding the story because I, 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 we may have mentioned this on the show, but we kind of have had a guest possible that had a similar experience with yes. shadow entities. Um, so I may have been like, Hey, you know, kind of, and kind of no guy, but this shit freaks me out for sure. I, I At don't least he know seems to be relatively helpful, beneficial, not causing you yeah. harm or anything. Um, about the cat thing, I guess I don't know if we've acknowledged this on the podcast before. We certainly have. Uh, at the old house where I lived, not where I am currently at, uh, I would experience things that I would attribute to being a cat when the two cats that I had were accounted for. Um, noises in the night and during the day while I was awake that sound like a cat bell jingling running up and down the stairs and the sound of the weight of a cat coming up and down the stairs, but both of the cats that I have asleep on the couch next to me kind of thing where like, I mean, sometimes I'd like, you know, I'd be playing video games or whatever. And I'd feel like a cat brush up against my leg or something like fuck off, dude. Again, both of the cats just asleep on the couch next to me. So it's like, we've, we've had a running joke for a while about ghost yeah. cat. So if you hear us say ghost cat anytime, that's what we're referring to. I haven't experienced anything with that since I've moved houses. Uh, you know, now that I'm acknowledging it out loud, Except I probably that will one again. time in your basement when we were recording, but what happened down there? I thought that was a real cat. Was it? I thought it was unexplicable. I don't fucking remember. I don't know. That's a problem with me. Like, I probably have had some weird shit happen, but I just don't remember it. It's easy to explain stuff away in your mind sometimes and just, right. like, kind of, you know what I mean? Like, how do you fixate on some things? Like, I mean, sleep paralysis was pretty big in my life when I was a child. Um, I don't... I remember specifically one time there was a koala at the foot of my bed. I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast, but like sleep paralysis was definitely something that that. You mean there was a drop bear at the end of your bed? A Nicaraguan tree bear at the end of my bed. <laughs> uh, so I was, I just remember like waking, like I'd always like, I'd wake up and it's like okay cool, like I can't move. I I never felt like I could breathe. Like I was always holding my breath and that that like people describe like that weight on your chest or whatever. Yeah. I don't remember that specifically. Just like I remember like I can't breathe. And I want to breathe because I need to breathe and I don't want to not breathe. But like. You've had the air knocked out of you before, yeah? I've had the wind knocked out of me, Is yes. it? 
it's similar not like, to that? It's not like that. That's like you're trying <gasps> to get a breath but can't. No. It's like I am I am physically frozen. Right. I want to breathe. I can't breathe. I can't move. I can't blink. I can't do anything. You're just there. Fuck. Uh, I remember it's like if I can just like move my finger, then you're like snap out of it. If you yeah. can get something, if you can whisper a word, if you can do anything, like you can you can get yourself out of it. But it's really hard to be able to do that sometimes. Um, I th- I don't know. I just remember waking up one time and there was a koala at the foot of my bed, and then I fucking lost it. I just screamed. I was very young, five, six years old maybe. There was a koala at the foot of my bed. Yeah, we don't live in Australia, so that's not normal. Correct. It is fucking central Iowa, and it then disappeared. And when people came into my room because I was screaming at fucking two in the morning, there, was, there was not a Nicaraguan tree bear running out of my bedroom. So I, I, I don't know. I, I don't have fantastic answers. Um, I haven't experienced anything like that in my adulthood, thank God, because I would probably lose my fucking mind. I don't know what I would do. Um, I remember it being very concerning as a child. Uh, would not like to experience it again. Yeah, it's always... Uh, those spirits... I, again, I don't know if that's like uh, cool. Like I had just woken up and I was still like mostly in a dream state, and I, that's why I'm seeing that, and that's why I can't move, sort of thing. If those two are, you know what I mean? If it's like that, that typical um, explanation for that is just like, oh yeah, you're in in between, like being like in like asleep and awake at the same time. So like your body can't move because it's still asleep, but your eyes are open and you're still like seeing. I don't know. It's Have weird you ever shit. had a phenomena where you are definitely awake? Like, I woke up one day, um, like, I've gotten out of bed and just felt like I was completely in a dream. Like, almost weightless, just like, whatever I was doing wasn't real. Have you ever had that? Yeah, I've been really tired before. Okay. (laughs) Mystery solved! (laughs) Yeah, it was weird. Huh. But I was definitely awake. Got ready for work and went to work. I used to have a. Uh, I worked at a uh, ice cream shop in my youth. I think I was like 15 years old. We went to Murray the other day for my birthday. I don't know if I'm allowed to say the name of the establishment. We went to so an establishment that serves a, ice cream a that you worked creamery, at. A uh, certain creamery that people are familiar with that has a rock that is of the opposite of the warm persuasion. Uh, so I, I worked at this in my youth when I. It was like one of my first. Like, I had, like, paper routes and shit, but that was my first, like, job. I guess I worked at the gym as well, just cleaning shit. But, like, that was my first, like, on my own kind of job thing. Yeah. Like, I didn't know somebody working there, and it wasn't a paper route kind of thing. And you got to sing for all the Yeah, it's the place where you have to sing when people tip you, and everybody comes in, like, how much do I have to tip you to sing? And you say, technically, any amount. And then people put a penny in there, and then I have to fucking sing. So thank you for all you fucking 12-year-olds who made me do that. I'm sure I did um, that. There was a point in me telling you that i worked there what were we fucking talking about before i started talking Shadow about creatures feeling like you were uh, asleep when you were awake oh yeah yeah okay so i i used to like i did not like that job at all yeah who does? as you wouldn't uh so the, the only cool thing was like yeah like free ice free cream. ice cream pretty regularly and also there was a next door sorry a uh, burrito place next door <laughs> um and they we had like a bunch of free burrito cards from them because they just give them to us so like 
after oh, yeah. our shift, like the boss would like throw me a free burrito card. So then like 10 o'clock I get off work and go get a fucking burrito, <sighs> but I'd have like an ice, like I could take like an ice cream, a small ice cream home with me when I got done too. Fire. So that was tight. I just had like a fucking burrito and like a goddamn dessert every day. That was cool, but I didn't really like the job. This is going on way too fucking long. I don't really care. No, at this I just, point. I've been keep drinking. It it's whatever. We're going. Um, but I would have dreams podcast. of like, I would wake up, go to school, get off, go to work. And then I would just wake up and actually have to do that. Like over and over and over for weeks, I would have a dream that I would just like live out the day and then like I go to sleep, live out a day, wake up, live out a day, go to sleep. Like it was like I didn't get sleep because I went to sleep and did the thing that I did during the day. I was exhausted. That sounds horrific. It was was an excellent cycle to break. Holy fuck, that sucked. I hate going to work. So dreaming that I went to work sucks. I've never like dreamt like you did a full day, but I've definitely had dreams where like I hear my alarm go off, like in real life, in my sleep, like my alarm's going off, and in my brain I, you know, like dream that I woke up, got ready for work, and then I like actually wake up and I'm still laying in fucking bed and I'm like, damn oh it, I need God. to do this shit. Yeah, yeah, I'm 20 minutes late. <laughs> shit. <laughs> I could have sworn I already did this. Yeah, so. I feel you, but that whole day would just suck. It was rough, man. And to be exhausted from not doing it for real would just it just icing I didn't on feel the cake. like yeah. It's just like I never I never felt like I was like rested because my sleep wasn't like relaxing. I'm working. I'm going to school. I'm doing this stuff that's like stressful situations. So I'm just like gritting my teeth, you know. Like it was bad. I wonder if that was pre or post all those nosebleeds. That was after. That was before the nosebleeds. Hmm. I do not remember when those two were related. I used to get, like, for a brief period of time, I would get, like, I think I've talked about it on the show before, just, like, like almost explosive nosebleeds. That's the only way I can describe it. Like, I, I, I did not know I had that much blood in my body. I saw on the internet... Oh, God. Okay. A woman had, like, reoccurring nosebleeds. Uh-huh. Oh, this is... This should be, like, after the podcast... Post show type <coughs> shit. Uh, it's whatever. We've done whatever. poll results and everything. Anything that matters, we've done. This is just this is just icing. Yeah. This is just for Sean and Ashley. Mm-hmm. People that actually listen to the Daniel. end of the podcast. 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 Welcome podcast. to the podcast. Hey, get your podcast over here. Hey, Copernicus. <laughs> anyway, uh, what were we talking about? I don't fucking know. Sleeping, dreaming, nosebleeds. Woman on the internet. Oh, woman on the internet. Nosebleeds. So like you know, having random nosebleeds all the time and like. One day, she, like, saw something, like, hanging from her nose and, like, pulled at it, and it was a leech in her nose. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's disgusting. Correct. I don't swim, though. I I have a real tough time swimming anywhere. I am able to, but I don't, I don't, I don't like, I don't like it. I can like swim. It. I'm not. I, yeah, I, I'm just not into it. Um, the swimming equivalent of illiterate, but... I the last time I did was in the ocean because I lost some jewelry in the ocean when I was in Mexico. Plugs? Yeah, I found one of them and then my sunglasses that I also lost. So two out of three in the ocean, motherfuckers. Let's That's go. That's pretty good. Fuck you, Poseidon. <laughs> Enjoy that one plug. I am the sand guardian. Guardian of the sand. Poseidon quivers before him. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, th- I think this is pretty much it. Like, we've, we've already talked... Well beyond what we've needed to, and then some. Uh, we surprisingly got enough for a full episode out of the Beast of Busco. So. We had 10 pages of fucking notes here. We powered through that shit. That is a very dense hour of information. So if you want to support the podcast and all of our research and time spent fucking around with the 
Podbean Live feature, uh, then go to T Public in the description, follow our affiliate link, and buy yourself a goddamn T-shirt. Uh, or also, you know, just head over to social media and believe also you have in here. You can support the show by leaving a rating or review of your own. It doesn't have to be on Apple, correct? But we have lots of reviews on fa- we have lots of reviews on Facebook as well. And uh, we will read anything we can come across on any podcast app out there. It may be harder for us to find. So if you let us know on social media, that will make it a little bit easier. Yes. Um, we do currently have 25 five-star ratings on Apple Podcasts and 16 reviews. So you head on over there and you uh, let us know what you think of we Counting Cryptids. Also have five one-star reviews. Fuck yeah, we do. But none of them left comments. I don't no, we think. have one one-star that left a re- uh, Sorry, review. Five one star ratings. ratings. We have one one star rating that left a review and one two star that left a review. So if you want to really leave a really bad one star review, it does happen, but uh, go ahead. I don't feel like this is the episode to do it on after because I did listen to a number of podcasts on this very subject and they were, they kind of just repeated the exact same thing word for word as each other. So yeah, I feel pretty good. Uh, uh being done with this one like we have included oh you found more information that you're going to I forgot about this one what did you forget about we had a comment on YouTube oh yeah 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 I have it right here in my notes I just skipped over it Uh, this one is from Emu Cat she commented on the Insectoids episode on YouTube she said quite entertaining get a camera or put up some pics and do some research and you could literally double your views. And do some research. Do some research. This is the wrong episode to tell us to do I mean, some it, research. It was on the Insectoids episode. I don't remember uh, uh, the extent of the research that we did on the uh, Insectoids episode. But fine, yeah. Um, you're probably not wrong. I woke some up video. at 2 a.m. this morning. I did research for six hours before Jacob got here. Insert what more do you here. want from me? Uh, you're not going to make everyone happy. I work six days a week. Yeah, we're we we we're just people. It's fine. It doesn't matter. We don't need to please everybody. I will fight everybody. you, emu cat. I'm just kidding. Thank <laughs> I, you for I, thank you for the comment. Yes, yes I, I do agree. Like we we've kicked around the idea of doing some videos and some stuff. We're we're talking about it now. Equipment is part of that too. Like we don't really have you got to support the show stuff. So yeah, you, you got to buy a t-shirt. Buy some t-shirts. Maybe a couple of new ones coming down the line in the next month or two. Here, if maybe I have a some sloth free time on a t-shirt, to, to do you should probably slap that one Something up. I don't remember. I'll have to remember when I go back and listen to it. So I wouldn't be opposed to a giant turtle on a t-shirt, but that's just oh yeah, me. it was the turtle jaws t-shirt. That's what the turtle other one was. The the, the, the turtle the and the duck. Oh. Yeah. Please make that one happen. That one should be pretty easy. The jaws artwork is very simplistic. Uh, I don't see that being an issue. What I don't want to call it Jaws. I'm just call it Oscar instead of Jaws at the top. Like what are you gonna get clamped? Well, it just says Jaws. I don't want to write gonna get clamped. Like that's that's. Right. Not, I think Oscar is closest, right? Like that's his name. Yeah, the name yeah, of the yeah, shark was Jaws. So I think I gotta go Oscar. I don't think there's any copyright infringement there. No, the guy who he was named after is Oscar dead. Oscar Folk. So. He is past. R.I.P. James K. Polk, Napoleon of the Stump. Not familiar. Uh, okay, so you weren't paying attention to government class. Absolutely not. I got detention for not showing up on time to government class. Sounds about right. That's what you get for going to your girlfriend's house over lunch. All right. And every other Let's just fucking be life. done with this goddamn podcast already. All right. Bro, the intro. I'm sure <laughs> outro. The- <laughs> All right. Jacob just left, and I totally forgot. We totally forgot about the Instagram poll. So... Join me as we uh, go through those.
All right. Uh, the question, as a reminder, are you turtled enough for the Turtle Club? Your answers are, where's my shell or no? We had 16 votes. I think that might be a record. So thank you. Thank you for voting. Uh, we had 14 votes for where's my shell. Two for no. So it's all about that turtle gang. Also had uh, Guar Guacarcon Guacarcon uh, comment saying turtle life brother, amen dude. All right, I guess that's it for uh, Instagram poll results. Thank you again for voting. If you want to vote yourself, join us on Instagram at Instagram.com/slash Counting Cryptids. All one word, obviously, because it's a URL. Thanks for checking out this week's episode. If you want to get your two cents in, answer this week's polls on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, as well as Discord. Links for all the social media, as well as everything else we talked about on the show, are available at gobblesquatch.com. If you have any questions, concerns, suggestions, or you just want to chat, you can email us at countingcryptids at hotmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and tell your friends. I've been Connor. I've been Jacob. And we'll see you in a couple of weeks for another fascinating installment of Counting Cryptids. You're listening to